0: Anyone can have a gimme, but it really gets interesting when you go for two. The Go For Two podcast, starting Now. now. now.
1: Alright, hello everybody. Back for episode number 17 from a deep, dark dungeon, bunker thing in Middletown, Delaware. Underground, man. Underground. That's the way to do it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We have to walk through hand sanitizer to come in this basement today. So, we're all good. So, welcome back, everybody. Um, It's been a couple weeks, and during these last couple weeks, none other than the world events going on, we had a lot of NFL stuff that's going on. No sports on ESPN, which is
2: kind of weird. It is weird. They They got it down to the best college player over the past some odd years.
0: Dude, today on ESPN, man, they are running like eleven hours of UFC fights, the best of. Oh, I know.
1: <laughs> it's absolutely pandemonium and craziness. They so, gotta
0: find something to do,
1: man. I know you guys heard the voice. Nelson's back with us today. Um, go ahead and say you're saying, man. Man, peace, and, so, blessings, peace and blessings, everybody. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> so he's back with us again today, man. We like I said, we might make him a regular. We we really our favorite episode by far was episode sixteen so far. Um I think having three of us is is a good flow. Uh, me and Don, we could do it all day with each other, but just having a different perspective, you give us a different perspective on things, and uh, we enjoyed that a lot from episode hey, 16
0: it, It's not just because he likes a different team. He gives us a different perspective, but the fact that the man played college ball and he looks at the game differently, that's, yep. that's what adds to it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so... With that being said, this is everybody's favorite couch quarterback, Dante. And of course, the man across me that needs no introduction, the stats guru, Don.
0: Thank you, sir. (laughs) And the man to my left, the man, the myth, the legend, that's Nelson (laughs) Dure. Yeah, thank you. Uh,
1: Appreciate them comments, man. I appreciate that. (laughs) Yeah, man. This has been real fun. So this might be a longer show today. Uh, It might run over a couple minutes than our usual hour. But uh, we got to fit everything in with That we can in this one episode Because we got to give you guys something to listen to Over this coronavirus uh, <laughs> <the> <laughs> next couple of weeks we're all going to be on lockdown So we'll mm. make this one a special treat This is a special episode The, the COVID-19 episode <laughs> <laughs> What if it was episode number 19 That, would, Wouldn't, be that cool. oh, Wouldn't that be man. freaky right there man. So <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go through the combine first guys um, How are we going to split this segment We're going to split it by two um, We're going to do two of our favorites That might be Completely obvious to everybody. Uh, give you a little perspective on why we like them versus why you know why everybody else likes them, and then we're gonna get into our two dark horses. Some people that you might have heard of, that you might not have heard of, that we think might make a splash, maybe the next Tom Brady.
0: And we also split it up by each of us having different assignments of what part, what players, what mm-hmm. part of the I'll team go ahead that we're let looking you explain for.
1: Explain that a little bit, Don.
0: Well, for me, for example, I was assigned the defense and the
1: special teams. Yes, and I was
2: assigned the running backs and, of course, the O-tackles, the O-line,
1: and the big bellows. Yep. And uh, being the couch quarterback that I am, <laughs> I was assigned the quarterbacks and the wideouts. So uh, that's kind of how we're going to split this today, uh, give you the perspectives on those. I felt like having it in a control group like this, we could give, we could just look at one aspect, and not everybody else's and i can just focus on researching the guys that i'm researching without having to dabble in a lot of other stuff we're not GMs, so we don't need to put all that pressure on ourselves but and
0: and this way we don't pick the same people
1: yeah exactly we don't pick the same people um because i know you know collectively we might all agree on the same thing uh which is fine but to kind of give this you know a little bit of glitz and glamour we want to split this up so um i'll go ahead and start with with the quarterbacks and the wideouts and uh I've been harping on this guy for a long time. I think he should have been the Heisman winner. I actually talked to my dad earlier today, and we made even more cases of why he should have been the winner. <laughs> yep. And they don't have a quarterback in New England right now. Oh. And I think uh, yeah. with the way that the guy has been going throughout his whole college career, Bill Belichick this is the perfect prototype quarterback that he can mold into exactly the quarterback that he wants for the future. And that guy is Jalen Hurts.
0: All right. Do you see uh, New England taking him in the first round? That's the question.
1: To be honest, man, I think they're like pick number 28 or something like that. To be honest, I think it would be an absolute pleasure for Bill Belichick to have somebody like Jalen Hurts. Just think about it, man. Being a a, a freshman starting, then being in the Heisman conversation, winning a national championship, then being benched in the second half of the national championship game for Tua, who, too, is a transcendent talent, which we're not taking anything away from, him, right? But having the perseverance the whole time, not being, a, not being the it's all about me guy, then the next season sticking behind him and helping the young man develop, then going to Oklahoma in another situation for Lincoln Riley. Lincoln Riley just gets all things, right? <laughs> right, right. But to go into a completely different system and be another Heisman hopeful, I can't say enough about the guy. I know he has his his issues that could be cleaned up. Everybody says that you know he's not the most accurate, but man, if you watch the games, he was the best person on the field for any team in college football, in my opinion. Um, he had a hell of a combine. Uh, combine, um, you know some of the strengths they're saying. You know he he had a thirty-eight and four record as a starter.
2: That's not. let yes, not take this away. That's right. Let's not That's take right. that lightly. <laughs>
1: I, it's not and. You know, I was talking to my dad today. It's it's one of those things Tim Tebow, he gets a lot of bad rap, but the dude won. Yeah, he did. He yeah. Won a lot of games. You can't take that away from him. Kinda of the same situation I see with Jalen. Yeah,
0: but look at Jalen coming out as a as a dual threat also, and what are you seeing right now succeeding in the NFL? RPO. There you go, man. Yep. R-P-O. So
1: and he knows that offense like the back back of his hand. And give him enough credit, man. The dude has learned we know Nick Satan's offense has changed around the players a lot. So, learning about three to four different systems over his career gives him a real advantage yeah. in the whiteboard room. That's true. Um, He sat down with Steve Mariucci. Um, I think it was Steve Mariucci. I think I was watching. And uh, he was just totally impressed by mm-hmm. the way that he could get on a whiteboard and explain everything from scratch. So, dude knows, knows the film room like no other, which is a – uh, another total blessing for somebody To go and pick this guy up His broad jump was 125 inches His vertical jump was 35 inches And it's 40 yard dash We know that he won a lot of games On the feet for Oklahoma this year But he's a smart runner But he ran a 4.59 uh, This, this guy's crazy man uh, <laughs> I can't say enough about Jalen Hurts man. I I, I love the guy So I'm going to take him as my first favorite Um, Coming out Good, now, good choice Another name that you guys probably heard of, but he's kind of had an interesting situation because we know that Wisconsin is a run first team yes, all it is. day long. Okay, okay. Quintez Cephas from Wisconsin um, kind of had a year that flew under the radar for Wisconsin, and um, with the the passing game that he did have, I think he, you know, he was in part of the Big Ten um, All Team, and he had fifty nine receptions, nine hundred one yards, and seven touchdowns. He was averaging about 15 yards of reception. Yes, he wow. was. Uh, dude is dynamic. He's 6'1", 207 pounds. Um, it's kind of that size that you want to see in a receiver. It's 40-yard dash. Wasn't the fastest, but um, a four seven three. Um, dude bench pressed 23, 23 times. <laughs> <laughs> so he's strong. He is. Um, 124 broad jump, 38.5 vertical jump. His cone was a a three-cone drill. I think he was like in the top 10 for the receiving class at a 7.2 seconds. Mm -hmm. So the dude has quick feet. His speed might be all ideal for a lot of NFL teams, but this is like – I know they said that he's a good backup and could become a starter, Mm -hmm. but I think you can plug this guy into a system where he wasn't getting enough reps, Mm -hmm. but when the guy was on the field, he was good.
0: I read some stuff about him just this uh, past couple days, and – from what I'm reading, they're thinking he could be a third or fourth uh, receiver on a team, basically a possession receiver that mm-hmm. he could
1: probably start first year. Oh, he's got for sure hands, man. Um, mm-hmm. That's for sure. So those are kind of like my two favorite picks. Um, there's not a lot to talk about Quintez Cephas, He's a quiet guy. He's not going to speak a lot. Um, and playing in a system. So I. <laughs> this is so funny. that I heard a story a couple years ago. Just kind of related to his situation where he knew what kind of offense he was getting into when he went to Wisconsin. But I heard about a player that wanted to transfer from Georgia Tech when Georgia Tech was running a whole spread offense for like years and years and years. And they barely passed the ball. Right. And he was a receiver. And he transferred out because he wasn't getting thrown the ball enough. Then why accept the scholarship, my man? <laughs> <laughs> it's called free education. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and pass it over to Nelson. He's going to go through his uh, favorite running back and O-lineman. Okay.
2: Yeah, I'm going to start with the O-lineman. Of course, you know, uh, running backs' job is to follow the big mollies up front. So <clears throat> and without them, you know, we are pretty much nothing. Um, you see a lot of running backs who uh, take their lineman out uh, to dinner because they block for them. Yeah. So one guy in particular, it just caught my eye. I actually watched film on him, uh Andrew Thomas. Now and remind you, um at the combine, usually linemen don't do a lot of drills, but they had a new drill and it's called uh the line screen pass. So basically what a lineman does is is that when you uh get a screen pass, the linemen break out the one One thousand one, one thousand two, and they break out, and they have to block in space. And this man did a wonderful job with that. And so that actually sees his feet and his agility, and actually getting the hands on them. So um,
1: that would work well for, um, like a Ron Rivera type of offense. Yeah, it's a lot of screen passes, yep, like that's Christian true. McCaffrey. Right, exactly,
2: exactly. And so they, they, like, you have to be agile and athletic as a lineman. So he ran a uh, in the forty, a five two. Uh, he bench-pressed 21 reps. Uh, that's 225 pounds. Uh, his VJ was 30.5 inches. Broad jump, 109. I mean, he's long. He got those long legs. Uh, three-cone drill, yes, Lyman. If you're listening, you have to do the three-cone drill. Uh, he did it in 7.58 uh, seconds. 7.5,
1: that's not bad for a lineman. For a lineman. For a lineman. He's quick.
2: Right, and then he did a 20-yard shuttle in 4.6. Um, now, watching um, his, his, um, his film, he has pancake ability, meaning that once he gets his hands on you, you're going down to the ground, and you're not getting back up. Um, he has that dog mentality. So most linemen, they get your hands on you, and they kind of release and, and look at another guy to block. But once he gets his hand on you, he's driving you down the field, driving you in the bleachers. He would keep driving his feet. And also, he's a bone crusher, so he will put you down on the ground and then release and get someone else. But in, in that case, you're not getting back up because he – Opens up the hole. He has good hips, so he turns. just in case he has to do a, a sweep on the outside. So this man is very, very, very athletic for his size. And get this. So this is his measurements. His height is 6'5. His weight is 315. His arms are 36 and a half inches long. That's the wingspan, fellas. And then his hands are ten and a ten and a quarter. So if you look at my hands, my hands are probably small. But his hands should probably cover your whole face. Alright? <laughs> Ten inches long, all right, and that's what key. What used
1: to say about Brock Lesnar that he had the hands of like uh, two lunch boxes <laughs> <laughs> Right,
2: right. These are massive, man. So yeah, so that and he even says it himself. I think I'm the best O tackle um in the league, and of course, you know the O tackle uh, position gets paid very highly. Yeah, dude, type. look
1: at Quentin Nelson from last year and what he did to that Colts offense, man. Yep. Um, Jacoby Brissett while he was healthy, uh, being a Pro Bowler your first year, yeah. Um, that that was great. Quentin Nelson was one of those quiet guys that kinda had the same intangibles as uh as this guy. But yep. hey man, if you if you can match your, your hype with your talent right. and put into work, you might be good.
0: Right. Yeah, everything I'm reading, he is the best left tackle. Uh put him in that position coming out of college. Now what are the chances he ends up protecting Tom Brady in Tampa. Uh, that's that's a good question. <laughs> that's a good question,
2: you know, being out of Georgia. So he might get some looks down there because usually when you get uh, drafted, um, you're g- coming from um, the school in that region. The recruits come there. So you got the you got the Atlanta Falcons. You got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, you got New Orleans. Uh, New Orleans. So people in that f- region hear about his name, and they're the first recruits at the Pro Day. They're the first recruits coming to him at the Combine. Uh, now, of course, you got the big man up front, but you got to have a, a man that's going to run behind you. And my number one guy, uh, my favorite, is uh, J.K. Domson. <laughs> I,
1: I absolutely I, <laughs> I, I, I drool over J.K. Dobbins, man. Right. No pun intended. Um. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, right? And so, of course, he's from Ohio State, the Ohio State. And let me give you his measurements before I get into his dynamic stats here. So, Andrew – I'm um, sorry, J- J.K., he's 5'9". All right, 5'9", that's a little bit shorter to me. Uh, he's 209 pounds, so he's a bowling ball. Okay, 209 pounds yep. as a running back. It's Absolutely. like thick, rock, and solid. Okay. Maurice Jones-Drew. <laughs> yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. And he's 29. His arms are 29 and three, uh, three quarters. Hands nine. And a half. So you got to tote that rock. You got to hold that ball in. Five points of pressure. And his hands are big enough to do that. Now, <laughs> he ran. uh He was a, a 2K a rusher. Not 2K as in the game. I'm talking about 2,000-yard rusher. <laughs> yes, yep. he was. Okay. And he had 23 touchdowns, right? Dude,
1: the way that he he didn't carry Ohio State, but he did his part. Right. And when he did his part, he did it well. Right. And that was very important to their success. Right. This
2: yep. year. And the man strong is an ox. He uh, benched uh, 225, 23 times. Um, as a running back, that is very impressive. That means you are willing to push the ball and drive the hole, it, just in case you could tackle, you could push the pile as well. Um, I he, think
1: what would benefit him if it, and I'm, I'm not sure, I didn't watch the tape as much as you did, but yeah, um, we'll see how his blocking ability is in the NFL with being that strong.
2: Yeah, and that's and that's key. And that's key because one, one thing in the NFL, they will have you run the ball, but you do have to protect.
0: Well, what I, I liked about his numbers in particular, you mentioned the 2,000 yards. Mm-hmm. He averaged 6.7 yards a carry. And then when he was a receiver, he averaged 10.7 yards per reception.
2: Yeah, so the man has soft hands and he knows yes, how to. he does. He has a lot of yak with him. All mm-hmm. right, that's <laughs> yards out the contact. Yeah. Um, now, when, when I looked at his film, and I'll pass it to Don, but when I looked at his film, he breaks down angles and he has breakaway speed. So with a with a running back, you have to know how to move in space. And once he gets in that space, he he accelerates and he goes down the field. If you see the game against Clemson, he broke all angles with them. And Dude, remember, Clemson down is fast. His
1: the field vision is is pretty insane. Right. Yeah.
2: So we 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 also as running backs, we have to one cut and go. And he has that one cut and go. He doesn't go east and west. He goes north and south. And tell you right now. Everybody looks at him and say, okay, another Ezekiel Elliott. But, no, he is his own man, right? He has he has the capability of Ezekiel Elliott, and he's going to surprise a lot of people, but he is fast, downhill runner, and it's hard to tackle that man.
0: Where do you see him going in the draft right now?
2: It's it's tough to say because I don't want to see him go to the Raiders <laughs> um, because you know with the Raiders they're they're not they're not going to run the ball right. they're not successful. They got Josh but, Jacobs too yeah, yeah so but I, I honestly think he's going to end up being um, either 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 a Raider um, or he's going to be um, let's see here maybe a Miami Dolphin. So
0: do you see him falling like in the second round? No, I think he's going to be in the first first round. round. I think okay. he's a first rounder because gotcha. of
2: the because of Ohio State. Right. And, and and Ezekiel Elliott and he kind of paved the way for okay. running backs. And usually, you know, have you seen the last couple drafts? Running backs went pretty high. Yep.
1: I can honestly see him going to the Washington Redskins. I don't think Geist is going to be healthy enough to carry that team. He has a yeah. lot of talent, but Geist just can't stay healthy. And and they got and Ron, they Ron Rivera, Rivera now. So Ron yeah. Rivera offense, he'll do well.
2: Yeah, and I hope he gets. I hope he gets it to his buddy, um, the uh, Ohio State quarterback at Washington. Um, I hope he goes there. But you know, I, I just know some some people might steal them. You know, before. Are you the, talking about? Um um yeah, the, the, the quarterback.
1: Uh, uh, what's his name? Yeah, he can't was, I think of his name? Yeah, right he, I see his face, but he yeah, was there I last year. I see his, I see his face, too, because I saw yeah. a video on the other day how he spent his first million. So. Yeah, so. But, yeah,
2: hopefully he gets picked up in
1: the, in the first round. Haskins. Yeah,
2: Dwayne Haskins. And I'm sure Dwayne Haskins sure Dwayne Haskin would say, come on, buddy. I invite you back. <laughs> you know how we used to do it all. He's already side.
1: got Terry McLaren there, too. That's yeah. Right. That's three of his teammates. And Terry McLaren was no joke last year, man. No. Remember, I was talking about him. But he he almost reminds me of Quintez Cephas, by the way, that he puts a lot of yards after catch mm-hmm. um, when he when he catches the ball. Like, he makes the most out of every single catch. He did that in, with the Washington Redskins last year. But, yeah, mm-hmm. man, the three of them back together. Okay. I, I think Dwayne Haskins might be a little better this year, especially in Ron Rivera's offense because he's young and Ron is going to. He, he can mold him. Yeah. He just can mold Cam And Rod knows how to,
2: uh, <laughs> um, you know, adjust to a, a mobile quarterback. I mean, hey, he had Cam Newton for, you know, X amount of years. So he knows how to adjust. And I'm sure he knows how to develop that young man to be the best
1: he can be. in. There's NFL. no pressure because Dwayne Hess is not as talented as Cam. So, yeah, you know exactly. You don't have to focus on the, the outside distractions with, with Dwayne as much as you had to with Cam Newton. Yeah. Uh, all right, man. Well, pff, that's four down. Two okay, here go.
0: we go. Uh, no surprise here um, I'm looking at linebacker right now, but this guy didn't only play linebacker he played linebacker safety cornerback and edge and that would be Isaiah Simmons out of Clemson mm-hmm. six six four two thirty eight mm. yep. man dude had a hundred and four tackles last year sixteen and a half for a loss eight sacks three interceptions and eight pass deflections he really? did run a four three nine forty also oh, Wow. Last year, he played 200-plus snaps at safety and cornerback, 100-plus snaps at inside and outside linebacker, uh, 71 as a pass rusher, and 17 at perimeter corner. So this guy can do it all.
1: I know, man. That that 40 time was insane. So that means you can line him up against Quintez Cephas. And- yeah. He's gonna lock him down. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> this this guy Theoretically, man, yeah. I, I
0: I can see him going as high as number four, but I, I, I see him as a top ten draft
1: pick. I I'm gonna just put it out there for everybody, man. I know we talked about Chase Young. hmm But I like Isaiah a lot, man. Yeah, I do too. Mm-hmm. I, I, I really do. Um, with all the intangibles that he has, as long as he can fit in the right offensive scheme, he might he might be just that that monster, that fearmonger, like like Aaron Donald almost. Yeah, that's big steps to feel. <laughs> yeah, because Aaron Donald's a beast. Yes. All
0: right, moving on. Uh, I went with a D lineman for my next pick, and this might be pretty obvious too. Went with Derek Brown out of Auburn. Okay. Derek uh, Brown. Yep. Yep. Uh, last year, fifty five tackles, thirty three solo, four sacks, two forced fumbles, and they were recovered for pass deflections. This guy is 6'5, 326. He ran a 16, 40 yard dash.
1: I think pass deflections is a stat that you really need to look at. Yeah. Imagine a third down pass. Uh-huh. It's going get straight over the up, middle. Man. Just that two yard crossing route. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you able to get your hand up. Turn over on downs, or, you know, get that get that team to force that punt or that field goal that is going to keep you in the game. That's mm-hmm. huge, man. JJ, JJ SWAT.
0: Once again, I I see him as a top 10 pick. I think he might slip down close to 10, but I see him going in the first round. I see people talking about
1: him a lot, man. and I actually saw a couple games at the end of the season with him playing, and I know he was kind of one of the heart and souls of that defense. So, like I said, man, two great picks there. Um, And those are pretty much our favorites from around the room. There we Mm -hmm. go. Yeah. Now we're going to get into some Dark Horse picks. Yes, the some underdog. people maybe
0: you haven't heard of, and you were like, why are you talking about these people? So
1: we'll, we'll switch <laughs> it up. I know we talked before the show, but we'll go in reverse order this time. So we'll start back with Don and then work our way around. Okay,
0: okay. here we go. Going to stun and surprise people here. Uh, I went with my first Dark Horse, a punter out of Arizona State. Tell them, Don. Yeah, <laughs> Michael Turk. Now, this guy does have somewhat of a pedigree. He's a nephew of a 19-year veteran punter, Matt Turk. Matt Turk, yeah. And pro Mm -hmm. offensive lineman, Dan Turk.
1: Play with him in Madden. There (laughs) you (laughs) go. coffin corners kicks.
0: Uh, This guy was – he started at Lafayette College. He was second all-team Patriot League. He transferred to Arizona State. Nice. Sat out a year, of course. In 2019, he was Pac-12 first all-team – our first all-conference team. He forced uh, fair catches on 20 of 59 punts. He had 32 inside the 20 and only six touchbacks.
1: He was part of that um, special teams that was doing well for Arizona State. I know that was one, so, one team we were yeah. looking out for.
0: So he he, he had a decent season. Mm-hmm. We're not saying stellar. You look at him, he might not be drafted. Probably not. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Then then came the combine. Okay. Okay. He runs a four seven nine forty, you know.
1: Whatever. You know, eyes, much, you know, not much. But
0: then they put him on the bench. 225 pounds, 25 reps, more than Jadavion Clowney, Demarcus Lawrence, Chandler Jones, and Michael Bennett. Darn. So, <laughs> Demarcus Lawrence <laughs>
1: is known for his strength. Yeah. Think about that. A punter, and as far as the weight room goes, right. <laughs> is stronger than you. Yeah, and also
2: and also can make a tackle. You realize the punter, they have to eventually make tackles, and he will light you up.
1: (laughs) This guy – And he's fast enough to get down the field. This guy
0: did light up the combine that day. He was the media sensation that day. So just for that attention and that bench, I think he's going to go in the sixth or seventh round. (laughs) He went from maybe not drafted to getting a spot. That's that's my first dark horse. Cool. Second one, I went with – javelin gidry out of utah cornerback he was two years all pack 12 in his junior year last year he played 13 games 36 solo tackles 12 assists interception six deflections his father and uncle played at ucla so once again he's got a family history as a high school senior, he won the state title in the hundred meter dash. How about that? And in 2019, with the U.S. Winter Olympics, he was six in the 60 meter. Okay.
1: In the Winter Olympics, it's
0: that's what that's how it was written. Wow. I, I guess the training that they were going through or the Still nothing to scoff at,
1: man. You yeah. know, They're with Olympians. Yeah. So it's I like, mean, uh, what's your boy from San Francisco? Uh, the wide receiver. But I yeah, I yeah. mean, high digress. Yeah.
0: <laughs> a lot of a lot of the feedback is he needs work, he needs additional coaching. But then the combine comes along, and this speedster runs a four two nine forty.
2: Ooh, wait, that's fast. He that's one. Yeah, that's <laughs>
0: super fast. <laughs> super fast. Twenty one reps. So I think his potential, maybe a fourth round, more likely a six. But I, I'm talking a guy who might have hit sixth or seventh round at best, and now he's got a solid shot at being drafted. Wow! The speed brought him brought him notice, and uh, you know that's all they talked about that day was a four two nine forty.
1: Two good dark horses, man. Okay. I know you got an offensive lineman and a running back that we're looking for as far as dark horses. Go ahead and surprise us. He didn't tell us pre-sho- pre-show who it was. <laughs> right, yeah, right.
2: I want to tell you guys because these guys you probably never heard of. Okay, right, let me get my Google out. <laughs> <laughs> so we got Yasir Durant. All right. Or Durant, excuse me. Uh, he's out of Missouri. tackle. Now, let me give you th- this big fella's numbers here. He's 6'6", 331 pounds. Oh, my. All right. 6'6", 331. All right. His uh his arms are 34 uh, inches long, hands a nine and a half. Okay, so in the forty, he ran a five-five. Anything for a lineman in the fives is decent. Okay, realize that. And the man is six-six. That's five-five coming at you, strong. Okay, <laughs> he benched twenty-one reps. He's from Philly. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I picked him. He's from Philly, right? He's just around a local kid, right? And his VJ was twenty-five inches. Now to remind you, you know, VJ is is very important. Okay, so a lineman that tall, that big. Jumping a uh, uh, twenty five inch VJ, that's decent.
1: That's uh for that's that size? straight from your hips and your legs. Heck man. yeah, yeah. So
2: he has explosion and power, and he has release. Now he reminds me of the old tackle that Redskins had. His last name was Penn. So he's not really good on his feet, but once once you uh trying to get around him, he's like a tree. It's hard. It's hard to get around him. He's a big fella. All right, and he came out of Missouri, and of course you know Missouri is that tough conference. They moved they just went from the, they actually in the SEC. So they he knows how he has competition and he's played against great uh, um defensive tackles. All right. That's my dark horse for um O tackle. Don't sleep on him. I do see him going later on. Because of his feet work, um, you have to be mobile as, as O-Tackle. So it looks
1: a, like he, he was a Juco guy, like Arizona Western College. Right, exactly. So
2: that's what I, another thing I was going to mention. So he's come up in the ranks and he's humbled um, in the fact that he's even gotten this position. So once he gets here, he's hungry. He wants it. All right, He's come a long way to get to this
1: point. This so. guy was behind Drew Locke, who is a uh, <laughs> NFLer that we really like <laughs> right. out of, from the Broncos, guys. That's right? right. So <laughs> he was blocking for him at one point. Right,
2: exactly. So big fella okay so now this guy right here i am going to represent the mac in this okay the mac is the mid-american conference he's my running back he's my dark horse okay (laughs) all right shout out to eastern michigan but um this guy's name is levante bellamy okay levante bellamy remember that name okay this dude is a speedster now his 40 time doesn't show it um, he ran a four or five, but he's getting compared to uh, Dre uh, Archery at um, a Kent State. Now, if you remember, Archer, yep. yep. Now, if you remember, out of Western Michigan, there was a guy named Greg Jennings. As you know, he played for the Green Greg Bay Packers. Jean's. Yeah, right. And I and I believe he had a great yeah uh, great seasons with them. Okay, and he won a Super Bowl. So. Um, Just for a little bit of numbers here, bench press 16 um, for 225 pounds, 16 reps. His VJ is 39.5, broad jump, 125 inches. Now, he is only 5'9". He only weighs 192 pounds, so he's light. Um, His arms is 30 uh, inches long, hands 8'5". Now, this is the guy I see at short yardages. If you look at the film, maybe this is maybe a little knock on him because in Mid-America Conference, the competition is a little lower, but it's still a leap. So, he's good in shorts, uh, short yardage. He's more like a third down back. He would get you that first down. But as you know, as you've seen in the Super Bowl uh, runner-ups um, in San Francisco, that's all they ran is RPO. And that's what's getting hooked on right, right. now. And he would be perfect for our RPO. And he's lightning fast. So. You see the four or five, don't let that deceive you because he is great in open field. You can, you are not going to catch him. So that's why I had a comparison. To another, uh, Michigan, I'm, I'm sorry, another Mac guy, Andre Archery. The man can get downfield, he can return punts for you, punt return, he can get in open space, he do a reverse, do a, a jet sweep. This man is going to be lightning in the bottle. And I, I don't see him going in the first, first three rounds, but he will be a steal. Later on in the, in the draft he's,
1: he's one of the older guys that are in the draft um, He is a 5th year senior yeah, uh, At 23 years old So yeah. he'll be one of the the older gentlemen That are, are, are going to get drafted Not, not more like uh, Chris Winkie though, <laughs> No, but, no, like 20 Chris but, Winkie was like 26 <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, had played in the MLB Or for a minor league team or something And then right. he got drafted But yeah, I uh, just wanted to put that out there So, hey man That's two good dark horse picks to look out for uh, from the running back and offensive lineman side, mm-hmm. um, the guy was averaging five point five yards a carry. Like you said, that's absolutely insane. Yeah. Um, that's what you want to average around in college, like five to six yards, right. to be like a well-known running back. And then uh, the NFL, you want to have around four yards a carry. Mm-hmm. So he's well on his way to become a um, a good prospect for us to when he gets drafted. Now, I want to start with my wide receiver first. Okay. Shout out to my boy, Mike Norvell, that came over to the Florida State Seminoles from bringing Memphis to be one of the top schools. Yes. Yep, yep. Molded this young man to be, uh, they were calling him like the Human Torch or something. <laughs> Antonio Gibson from Memphis, man. He yes. ran a 4.39 at his combine. Nice. Um, he was a big, intricate part of why Memphis was such such a great school. Um going to a bowl game, um, being one of the top 25 schools from, like, the last, like, couple years, man. uh, They're really a, a, you know, shout-out to Mike Norvell as well. Um, He's really molding this guy to, uh, to be a good player here. So his bench press was 16 reps. Eh, okay. Yeah. He's pretty strong. Now, these are some of the strengths that he has. He makes explosive plays in running, receiving, and return game. Mm-hmm. He's a triple threat. Jet sweep over the middle as a slot receiver and in your part return and kick and return games. He's versatile. That's one of the things that Mike Norvell said that he wants to do for Florida State and make yep. us a special teams good team first before anything else. Mm-hmm. So you can see this in this guy. Runs much faster than he looks. That's what a lot of the combine guys yes. say. He doesn't look as fast until you run the clock on him. <laughs> um, but his weakness is that he only had one season of production. All right. And in that season, 38 receptions, 735 yards. Nice. Okay. 19 yards, 0.3 average on his receptions. That is the number that stuck out to me why oh, sure he's yeah. got to be a dark horse. Nice. Well. Mm-hmm. Off of those 38 receptions, he had eight touchdowns. Nice. 33 attempts at running, 369 yards, 11.2 yards of carry, wow. and four touchdowns. Wow. There's, yeah. This dude needs to go to Ron yes. Rivera's offense <laughs> quickly. Right. These are the stats of why I circled this guy just off a one year nice. production. Being a um, senior, yeah. so he was sitting behind a lot of guys for a long time. Mm-hmm. But this could tell you this could be a prospect guy that can learn from the top guys, the AJ Greens. The Julio Jones right. people of the world, he could be a good wide receiver. You
2: know, I remember when he played against SMU, that that game was going back and forth, but he held the glue. I think he had a touchdown on the sideline. It was um, it was a reverse, and he had a touchdown pass that game too. But yes, he is a solid rock. He will actually make plays for you in the NFL. And I know who you're talking about because I remember that game vividly. I said, who was this cat on Memphis, number 14? I said, who was this guy? Like he looks he looks very fluent and look composed. He looked like he was a leader of that team. Like like when he walked in the room, everybody stood up and understood exactly what he was talking about. But yeah, he, he his play showed exactly where he needs to be. He needs to be that third receiver or that second guy who catches the ball in the middle of the field. like. Antoine Bolden, yep. you know that type of type of Antoine player. Bolden, yeah. Yep. So yeah, I, I remember that guy.
1: Yeah. Um. His his stats when you look at it in the short time uh, and in his first year that he played. Yeah, he had six receptions, 130 yards in the touchdown. Yeah. Three rushes for 97 yards in <laughs> the touchdown. Dude. Right. My guess, goodness. That's not, now I
2: remind you, SMU was ranked. Yeah. You know they were they were yes, good this that year. Was one of the yeah. Teams yep. that yeah. Was I know. The yeah. Year. So that was a great game. Yes, it was. So.
1: That's my first dark horse pick. I think, you know, with all the stats and stuff, everybody can say, hey, this might be a guy to look out for. Didn't make a lot of noise at the combine, however. Now, if I had to make a prediction on who's going to the Patriots, uh-uh. not only did I think uh-uh. that Jalen Hurts was a good pick. <laughs> he already got them matched up. <laughs> but I think that he would be a good fit for the Patriots as well. And this is mm-hmm. one of Don's guys that he took a look at. It. So he might need to reiterate some stats that he saw before Uh. his season started. (laughs) But Jacob Eason, I think, could be one of those dark horse guys that might be under Jalen Hurts or could be under, um, what's his name, Brian Hoyer, to be developed into a great quarterback later. Um, He ran a 4.8 as his 40-yard dash. Not the fastest no, of the fast, but not running the anything under a five. This is why I think this w- encircle that because I think that um, Bill Belichick doesn't really like scrambling quarterbacks like that. Anyways, he's mm-hmm. gonna be a pocket guy for you oh, for yeah. sure. Um,
2: I'm glad you said pocket guy because he's a typical quarterback. Yeah. He's six six. Yeah,
1: and and this is <laughs> yeah.
0: this is the mold of Drew Bledsoe also.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean when they looked at his strengths, the strapping pocket passer prototype. Yep. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. his frame and arm strength excite a lot of evaluators as well. Uh but some of the things that they say were weaknesses is deep drop backs in his pass and his pass protection. Mm-hmm. or hurt his pass protection. So um you know, we we saw that a lot at Washington this year as well when they got down to the end of the game and he had to make that long throw. Eh, it wasn't the <laughs> tightest spirals ever in the world, but hey, if anybody could clean that up, it could be Bill Belichick and his that, that's uh, his true. crew. Yes, his NFL comparisons, man, is not anything to scoff at. The very first guy that they mentioned him being, and just to put this out here, I think that he's going to be a Hall of Famer. Oh, so going look at his career, not Jacob Eason, but the, oh, the guy that yeah, they're comparing yeah, okay. him to, okay, Carson okay. right. Palmer. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. They're comparing them I to can see that. I can see that. And then they also have slash Brock Osweiler. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> <that in> <laughs> um, so that's those are my two dark horse picks, man. Um you know, go and watch the tape on Jacob Easton. His intermediate throws are excellent. The uh I'll let Don talk a little bit about his road up from to be at Washington because he was one of the guys that uh, he was looking at at the beginning of the season. Didn't he play for a, a JUCO school at first? Yes, he did. And then he came to uh, to Washington, and he went out the starting job mm-hmm. um, and a couple other things. I think. Don, look, Don got his notes. I got up, my right? notes let's out, man. Ahead.
0: All right. Uh, let's see. This is back when we were uh, talking about games to watch and stuff. I had some stuff on Jacob Eason and uh, um they had a, a pretty favorable schedule. He uh, played 2016 and 2017 for Georgia. Uh, he was uh, red-shirted in 2018 and then played uh, for Washington last year. Um, I don't have a lot of specifics other than the fact I didn't have a lot of his numbers.
1: Just put it but, like this, that he had a a hard road to get to be a starter. Yeah, yeah he The Washington just, coaches did not make it easy on him. They, did, they didn't say, hey – you play for Georgia, and you think that you're going to come here and, <laughs> and yeah. be this quarterback? He he, he had to win the to job, job at
0: Washington. He really did. I mean, it wasn't just handed to I him. I mean, the
2: man had over 3,000 yards passing his senior year. So, yeah, you know, that's that's no <laughs> sneeze when it comes to the college football uh, game.
1: No. Uh, think about the high-powered offense that Washington State has and, mm. you know, having uh, – your your boy Minshew in Jacksonville right now. They had kind of had a sniper scope on them. And their quarterback threw for like eight or nine touchdowns in a game this year, didn't he? <laughs> for Washington State. Yeah. We're yep. not even talking about him, but yep, right. hey, that was that was one of them games I was like, holy crap, this dude just keeps throwing touchdown passes. <laughs> so uh that kind of clears up the combine for us guys. We you know, like I said, we wanted to split in three different categories and just focus on one. Of course, you know, if we want to throw a couple names out there that, you know, are kind of maybe obvious or kind of guys that we're looking at, I mean, Justin Herbert's going to be a good quarterback for, yep. for any any offense that's going to like scrambling. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, you got your CD Lambs of the world. LaVisca uh, had a good combine. Mm-hmm. Justin Jefferson from LSU. Right. Those guys had um, pretty good showings as well. So expect them to get drafted high as well.
0: It's going to be a good draft for receivers. Yeah, can It I, really
2: is. Can I just throw some names out there too to look out for? Uh, Cameron Brown, uh, Tony Tony Brown is a receiver out of Colorado. Now, when I saw his film, he, his route running remind me of Larry. Deceptive, speed, you know, he looks slow, but he can catch the ball. He got strong hands. Uh Trayvon Diggs, um, he is a monster. He's a DB out of uh, Alabama. Watch out for him. And this guy right here who has violent hands and he's slippery as an eel um, out of Penn State. He's a uh, de- defensive end. Uh, excuse me if I'm saying your name wrong, uh, good brother. But as your tear, mantos, the man is a beast. The man is like six six, and I see him shoot the gap. If you know anything about uh, shooting the gap and stunts, you got to get there quick. And he is—he'll slip in there and he'll get to the quarterback from A to B in a heartbeat. And the man—the man is strong and he's relentless. And I see him pursue from one end of the field, all the way to the other end of the field to make the tackle. So he has a motor. So look out for that man right there.
0: Got anything else, Don? Hey, well, before we get into our next segment, um, I know we talked a little bit earlier about, you know, everything going on in the world right now. Uh, Just keep in mind, everybody that's listening, your uh, hometown small businesses. Yeah. Because they are going through a lot right now. Depends what state you're in, especially, Uh, Dante, you know, you know, we got a good friend, Randy, at the comic book place, Maroon Hornet up in Oxford. Mm -hmm. Governor's got them shut down right now. Uh, We've had. Couple meals up there in Oxford at Sawmill Grill. Sawmill, um, mm-hmm. takeout only. Man, they they can't get the business coming in. We
1: can't forget our guys over at the coffee shop as well. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
2: And then don't rem- also remember, uh, Delawareans. If you're affected by this, you can actually uh, get benefits. Delaware has benefits for you. Of course, you got to call in as, as if you're unemployed, but they have benefits set up for you uh, if you're affected and you cannot work.
1: Um, yeah. I, I mean, directly, my family is. Um, affected by this whole thing. Thank God that, you know, me, me, Don, and Nelson work for a company that, you know, we're, we're able to work from home and yep. to, yeah. to pay the bills. So, um, I, I wish everybody had that luxury, um, but if this thing gets worse, we could definitely be affected by this whole thing as right. well. So, um, everybody, read up on everything that's going on. Of course, we we would never be the first to say that we're medical experts, so Ignore the stuff you see on Facebook, first of all. Right. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. <laughs> that's the best thing you can do. Try to stay out of being in any large crowds or touching doors. Mm-hmm. Go to the CDC's website, guys. Like, Don't yeah. don't listen to everything you hear or, or read everything and, right. and think that it's true. There's been so much information that's going on. Uh, I know that people don't like Trump, but watch the news conferences and make your own opinion about what's going on, mm-hmm. too. That's the only thing I can say. He's got the experts with him, um, and just just listen to what these people are saying. You're, you're only as good as the information that. That's you're, it. That there's you're there's and, no and need,
0: consuming. no need, no matter who is president at this point to politicize this at all. This no, is not yeah. a this political thing, beyond man. politics at this Absolutely.
1: point. Absolutely. So, um, just know that some things are good. Um, I know that some people are going to be getting checks in the mail, um, mm-hmm. and I know some people are, you know can file for unemployment and some small businesses can do their part and Mm -hmm. you know and, and file for certain things that they get relief on as well so do your research, act accordingly, act now, most importantly. Yes. Because you don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah. This whole thing could be like first come, first serve. We're not doing this anymore. Exactly.
0: And and you gotta hand it to a lot of these sports organizations and these players right. that are making donations so like the workers in the stadiums and stuff right. will still get their pay. I know Joe Rogan's doing
1: something you
2: know, yeah. like it, it, it's with a bunch really of Yeah, and, yeah Blake yeah. Griffin. Um yep. who else? I think it was a list of guys. They showed on ESPN, but they, they donated a hundred thousand. I mean, yep. I can cover a lot of stuff.
0: Yeah, I heard on my way down here, uh, Zach, uh, Ertz, and Jason Kelsey each put mm-hmm. up that money f- for the uh, Ertz Foundation. It goes to fill abundance and everything. So Dude, they get know. a
1: tax break on it too. Well, this well, is true. Yeah, gonna use but it. if you're not you going to use it, <laughs> don't lose it to taxes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> put it towards something that's right. able to help other people out and get and get you know you reap what you sow man you yes you put forth the stuff that you can do and and help everybody else out and unfortunately we live in a you know we live in a time where you can get tax breaks and tax release for for certain things like that so why not if you can give and get your tax break in return it's a win-win for everybody so um you know like i said everybody do your research everybody stay safe wash your hands most importantly yes and i know this is going to be a boring time but enjoy this time with your family yes because yes this is one time where we actually get to conversate and um have those meals with their family and spend that time that we might not even get some and from the stories that i'm hearing man it's it's one of those things where this is one time where we're the healthiest out of yeah you know, trying to stay healthy, and now we're staying the healthiest,
2: right? And all the wives take advantage of this time too, because you realize sports is not on, so you got your husbands' divided attention. Treat him with more love, care. <laughs> you know, you know, because we're 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 there for I you love now. It. I love we're it. there for you now, right? We we don't have nothing have in no front no of excuse. us. Yeah, we have no excuse.
1: You know, so. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, we just wanted to throw that out there. Let's, let's not forget yep. that this is yep. much bigger than sports and it's much bigger than this podcast, but hopefully we're giving you something to listen into during this tough time. So. All right.
0: I want to insert one sports thing here before we get to free agency. What were your thoughts on the very short XFL season?
1: It's a lot of takeaways. I think yeah. it
0: got better as it went along. It was Correct. it was beating a lot of other sports
1: in yeah. viewership. I yeah. think it the has The smartest potential. thing that they did was have it right after football. Yes. Yeah. Because now they had the sniper scope on them fully. Yep. yep. They didn't have to worry about stadiums being full or being yeah. used during the season. AF, I'm talking to you. They did it the right way this time. Yes, they did. And Mm -hmm. they weren't making it all about the rah-rah. This is going to be more violent. Yeah. This had different rules. And it was actually safer. Yeah. If you really look at the statistics, this was a safer Mm -hmm. football season them than it was for the nfl yeah i
2: think you know as as a fan and and looking at you know sports it was a filler so it just Mm -hmm. helped me just a little little long it's just like that appetizer before the meal there you You go you got a little appetizer you got a little taste of football and it was still football if you're a football guy you appreciated that yep um you still had top tier athletes who were from the NFL or just coming out of the NFL making that league and making decent amount of money, but they was actually playing. They wasn't just out there um, going through the motions. You can tell these guys really wanted to play. So- guys,
1: let, let me tell you, PJ Walker and Cam Phillips are going to be two serious prospects that the NFL are looking into, and thank God that this is happening because – they played such a short season that they're saving their bodies just in case they get called up to the NFL. Yes. True, true, If they would have played a whole NFL season, it would have been kind of hard for them to step into another position and play right away. You what was it.
0: really nice though with the XFL, with the contracts they had, not like other leagues that folded and then they don't get paid, they're paying these players for their whole season.
1: Yeah. So. yeah. Uh, just another nugget to throw in there before we get to these, this transaction talk is going to be a big one. <laughs> I already know. But I was talking to my dad today, mm-hmm. and soccer has these things called re- regulation leagues where three teams. So let's say there's a European league right now that the top three, the bottom seeded three teams, mm-hmm. or no, I'm sorry, the top three teams from the secondary league get to move up to the primary league, and those bo- three at the bottom move down to the, the secondary league. Right, right. right. And they're called regulations. That happens every single season. And I, I was coming up with my dad and, you know, I was like, wow. You know, what they could do in the NFL, and we can get to a deeper talk about this in another time, but I want you to have this on your brain. You know how I said the bottom team yes. in the NFL should yes. play the top team right? Yes. the XFL and then they switch and right. they, they win? They should do this every five years. That way it's not getting so saturated. Right. Then they can't say that teams didn't have a chance to prove themselves you know, in this short amount of time. And one year it's a lot that could happen. Yeah. But you get even deeper than that. You could say over the next five years, it's not going to be based off a record. It's going to be where you fell in your division. So each division per um, position, one through four, right. Is Mm -hmm. an NFL. So like NFC East, for example, Mm -hmm. one through four. So if the Eagles won out at number one for the next five years, there's a certain percentage point that it is. If you finish in that position, then you get points by how many playoff games you win mm-hmm. if you win the Super Bowl and how many Pro, pro Bowl players that you have oh, as well. Nice. Get, get a point <laughs> nice. percentage. Because now you ha- you can say by the Pro Bowl players that I have, the star players that I have, it's good for the NFL, right? Yeah. There, nobody, you know, People still watch the Browns because they have Odell Beckham Jr., Jarvis <laughs> Landry, and Baker Mayfield. Yeah. You can't really take him back after he's doing all these commercials now. Right, right. <laughs> But you add all of that together and it's points at the end of those five years and whoever has the lowest points plays the highest points from the XFL. Mm -hmm. And then they play a championship game to see where they fall. Or either they don't. You Mm -hmm. just sweep them. Well,
2: well, every five years we'll be seeing Washington playing the Roughnecks. (laughs) (laughs) Washington Redskins versus the Roughnecks. (laughs) But it
1: would be amazing to see it. Like every five years you know that, oh, the regulation time is coming. It's like another thing to get hyped for. Right,
2: right. Yeah. And
1: then, you know, they put all the points together and it's like kinda like a live like T V show. And you that see, will be you see where everybody is. Yeah,
2: that will be great ratings. That would be great for the producers of the of the XFL and then it'd be great for the uh, the owners uh to expand their brand when it comes to the XFL. So
1: Well, you know why it won't happen? Here's the kicker. In Europe they can do it. In the United States we have monopoly monopoly laws. Mm-hmm. The top CEO guys Will look bad if they have to drop down to the secondary yes. league. And yeah. They do not want that to happen. Right. But they will lose it's money. your fault why you sucked. You should have hired a better <laughs> <laughs> yeah. GM. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
2: they, they don't want to lose money. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. So that was
1: just kind of like my, we can get into a deeper discussion, yeah. but I just thought that was interesting that I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot soccer has those, you know, regulation leagues. So yeah. uh, leading over to these transactions, guys. Man, oh, man, oh, man. Can I, can I just say, can I say, we're we, we about to talk about free agency. Yes, we are. And whoever Kirk Cousins' uh, agent is, I want him too when next time I need to get a raise. Yeah. That man is making money off of nothing. (laughs) I
2: I just want to say that the Buffalo Bills might have their receiver finally.
0: Oh, yes. And Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs. Diggs, We are,
2: we would have been hungry and thirsty for a receiver. I mean, T.O. was nice. You know what I'm saying? And shout out to all my old heads, the the Andre (laughs) Reeds and, you know, and, and, and the Don BBs. But Stephon Diggs,
1: might be the answer to our woes
2: when it comes to offense. Beasley, thank you for, for your contribution.
1: I thank you. They gonna stick him in the slot. Yeah, now nah, he doesn't have a primary responsibility. he yeah. can do what he did with the Cowboys.
2: But yeah. if we can get the same production he did with Minnesota Vikings, I will greatly appreciate yep, that. Yep. All right, and then we can get past. We can get Josh Allen. Out, stop going out of the pocket and running down the field like a bus. You know what I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like a like a yellow bus, and go ahead and throw the ball to a receiver that he can trust. He's got the arm yeah in. Yes, he does. Let's Stephon go, Stephon. Can,
1: can break a receiver up. You guys are winning AFC. Yes. Right yeah. Yes, you're in your division this year, and it's this it's not even going to be close. Stay true. It's
2: going to get cold, Stephon, but stay true to the game, man. Come on, man. He played
1: in Minnesota. He's fine. Uh, Remember, they, yep. they weren't playing in the stadium. You're right. You're right. You're right. He's used to this. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> U.S. Bank Stadium was not <laughs> built all the way when he was still. That is so there. true. So, um, yeah, man. Stefan Diggs going to the Bills. That was huge for the Bills. Yes. I want to see the Bills finally win a championship. <laughs> yes! I, a I already got my Chiefs out the way. I want to see an old AFL team win again. Listen, last yeah.
2: time we won was back in 1960, man.
1: And I love, Let me <laughs> let me be the first to say, you were one of the last teams with gray face masks. <laughs> I love the Bills jerseys, dude. Like yeah. they've did so much revisions, but I like the way that they have them right now because they're like a little bit of new school and a right. little bit of old school. Right. I love it. I'm not a Bills fan by any any stretch of the imagination. I am. <laughs> but I do like to see new teams do new things. Yes. So um it that is great for them. And we can't ignore the obvious elephant in the room. Oh. I don't think you're thinking about what I'm thinking about. Cause I'm more upset about this than that. Okay. DeAndre Hopkins going to the Cardinals. Cardinals, man. man. Ah, I
0: know. That blew my mind, peanuts.
2: man. Wait a minute. Did I did I miss wait a minute? Did you just say the receiver one of the best receivers in the NFL? Went
0: yes, went to the Cardinals, man. And it was not your high profile mega deal.
1: Jalen Ramsey went to the Rams for two first round picks. Yeah. What's wrong and DeAndre with that? Hopkins just got sold for the, like well, literally the Planners well, Peanut show. Well, that <laughs> that lets me know. That lets me know
2: where um the the uh, there's our Arizona Cardinals are thinking because you got a veteran in Larry Fitzgerald who will will bring him in and teach that and it's man. It's
1: going to mold him so much,
2: right, Versus right. what he has right now, because because Larry is so humble, he yep. he will he will step back and say, okay, man. Nelson
1: played with Larry. Uh, so you guys know. <laughs> this
2: yeah, at Valley Forge, I did I did play. I wasn't gonna say nothing, but yeah, Larry Fitzgerald. <laughs> I, actually I played with him before he had the dreads, okay? And uh he was a monster at Valley Forge Military Academy. But he he he's one of those guys who is so humble, he's not gonna think, Okay, I gotta get the ball, I got the ball. He's gonna have um Hopkins say, You know what? I wanna mold you into how you to run the routes. I'm gonna show you how to catch the ball, I'm gonna show you how you get open. He is definitely gonna be a great mentor for Hopkins.
1: I cannot wait to see what happens this year for Kyler Murray. Yes. Kyler Murray is like, thank the heavens. (laughs) Because Larry's getting old, man. Yeah. Yeah. I think, and I think this would be a great send off. Yes. If they hit the playoffs, win a playoff game, Larry breaks another record, whatever Mm -hmm. that record might be. And DeAndre Hopkins has an amazing season. The best season that he's had in his career. And DeAndre tells Larry, you taught me more than, than right. what I had before. Because he just got back from learning from Andre Andre Johnson. Remember that? Yes. Yep. Future Hall of Famer. Right. And now you're going to Larry, who is statistically like the second or third best receiver that we've ever seen, and yeah. the humbleness that he has. Yep. Yes. It's going to be crazy, man. Like, just what if DeAndre Hopkins had that crazy season, and he tells Larry, thanks, man, for everything that you did for me. And this he will. This is the best move of my career.
2: Yeah, and Hopkins is a humble guy too. I don't know if you listened to his interview. He's real close to his mother. Um,
1: yeah, his mom got in that that bad accident. Yeah. Um, where she got blinded.
2: Right. So I, I think I think this is an awesome setup. Arizona is is thinking about you know years down the line. You know, they got a young quarterback. They got a nice receiver, and I, and I, and they got a nice running back too. But it's just yeah, right, Kenyon Drake. Yeah. So, he just signed the stack today. Yeah. So he he they're 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 really thinking about the future um i just hope uh the texas uh and those
1: guys at carol at uh at arizona are excited man i'm not on twitter but if you just google deandre Hopkins transactions all the players that come (laughs) up um, peterson got on there he was excited chandler jones was excited like everybody's excited to have him on the team man Mm -hmm. um shout out to uh the uh deshaun watson though i i know you probably rolled over. (laughs) oh my god yeah man because you can't depend on will fuller he gets hurt he's talented but he gets hurt hurt. a lot right uh lamar miller might be they might line him up at receiver (laughs) this season (laughs) lamar miller's my boy by the way yes i love that guy um so you know that transaction was so dumb i know they've been shopping him over the last two years for some pettiness with bill o'brien what if he gets fired at the end of the season yeah then what are the Texans? They better, you know what? Now that they made this transaction, they better keep Bill O'Brien over a ten-year contract, like they did John Gruden. <laughs> well, you because know because he he's gonna look like a complete idiot that they let yeah. something personal get in the way of them winning. And
2: I'll, and I'm glad you mentioned up somebody getting fired from the head coach position. Um, Detroit Lions, please can you fire Patricia, please for his <laughs> for his insensitive oh uh, comment to one of the one of the best deep backs that went to the Eagles. Um,
1: one of the best defensive backs that yeah just play the game. Yep. Now the Eagles, you just gave them a gift. It right? was a gift, and that was one of the things that they really needed was a receiver yep. and a cornerback. Yeah. Now yeah. they got an All-Pro guy. Yep. Darius Slay is the man, dude. I was excited for the Eagles when I saw that, and like I said, yeah. I'm not an Eagles fan, but I was yeah. excited for him. Now <laughs> you realize
2: he led the the league in interceptions all these yep. last three years. So why would you even? Your best your best uh defensive player, why would you even make him mad? What was
1: that stat you told me the other day, Don? It was something crazy, yeah, let
0: me find I sent that to you, man,
1: like he only gave up like two sixty yard passes or something, and that was his. Um, yeah, he's, his rookie year. He's given up two catches over
0: 50 yards in 6,030 snaps in his career. Mm. And both were in his rookie year. <laughs> he's given up zero in the last six oh seasons. Oh,
1: my God. That's disgusting.
2: That's amazing, man. That
1: uh, dude. Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah. All right. Now we're going to hit Nelson's elephant in the room that he thought I was talking about. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought you were talking about. Tom Brady going to the Bucks. Who the hell saw this coming? It's not a coincidence that they're making new jerseys this year for the Buccaneers. And let me go down this list real quick. <laughs> Why do the Browns need new jerseys? I like the ones that they have right now, but apparently they're getting new ones. Mm-hmm. The Buccaneers, uh, they look like alarm clocks. <laughs> if you really look at them, they look like alarm clock numbers. Yeah. They're, uh, supposedly their new design is going back to the Mike Allstott days uh, where it was okay. that old brown yeah. and dark burgundy red. Okay. Yeah. Apparently they're going to like a design like that again.
0: Are they all going to wear number 12? i know right you might as well
1: chris godwin said that he's willing to give up his number for tom brady i know i couldn't believe it. that's a great gesture but he said he's pretty married to that number he is but he would defer to uh tom brady this is
2: this is what i think man because you know a lot of these nfl players and you see that in nba too once they get older they're trying to find a place to retire and who does not want to retire in florida i mean older folks go there to retire. Now him and uh, Giselle, I think they're worth more than they're like close to five hundred plus million dollars, so
1: and seventy five percent of that is her income,
2: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so i think I think Tom is a smart guy, man. He's thinking like i got I got these I got my boys, you know, i I got my wife. I need somewhere to settle down and just kind of coast out in the sun now granted, he got about two years left, I think right about right. two years left. And Jamie Winston, I feel you, man, but you just didn't he had your time, man. And if you're gonna learn, um, is, wait a minute. Is he still there though?
1: He pretty much he, put he, he out said he's About to leave. Yeah. <laughs> about to leave. Yeah. But
2: I, but I, I, that wouldn't be a smart move because if you think about it, Jameson, you could stay there, learn from Tom Brady, the, see the see the man's vision down, and you know because he can read defenses. He even Bruce Arians is the yeah.
1: best person for right. him, and then having Tom Brady there. Dude, that's a match made in him. Just sit out of you. Yeah,
2: so, Jameson, just realize, just humble yourself, man. I know you're a first-rounder. I know you got your guaranteed money, and I know you can leave, but just stay there and learn from the GOAT. Learn how to play the game. Learn how to read defenses. Learn how to True adjust.
1: Freshman that won the highest, man. yeah. Got a national championship. Right. We know that you had all these right. accolades, man. and you, and you,
2: and then you you can have thirty uh, touchdowns and thirty interceptions. Okay, I understand that. That's like that's like I don't even know how you he, he did that. Defensive player to you? Yeah, I don't, I don't even know how you <laughs> did that. But look, just just stay there, man, and learn from the goat. To put your pride aside, and you'll be learn better for it.
1: Lead. You had the leadership qualities. We've seen it at Florida yeah. State. You just need the intangibles cleaned yes. up. I mean, we don't need this eating fried chicken like a, a W and all that. <laughs> <laughs> right, something your Now, now here,
0: here's something out of the box thinking with Tom Brady going to Tampa. Okay? Different sport altogether. All right, the WWE has their performance center down there in Florida, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. They just signed Rob Gronkowski.
2: Oh! Don, you a genius, man. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that.
0: Tom wants to be near his boy, to Gronk. Oh. You're going to bring him back. Hey,
2: Grunt? That is all. You know what, man? And then, and then and to- I'm going to throw it out here. Disclaimer. Antonio Brown lives in Florida. He's from oh, Florida, oh, boy. Here we go. And you know who stayed at his house?
1: And Dude, t- I I can <laughs> honestly see him going to the Bucks. Imagine that, though. Oh. Mike <laughs> Evans, Antonio Brown, and then in a the slot, Chris Godwin. Ooh. We already know what Tom Brady can do with talented receivers. And now you got three. Yeah. If yes. Antonio Brown comes. And right. Antonio Brown has already said Tom is my boy. That's who I wanna. Yep. That's who I want to play with. Every receiver said that if they can get Odell Beckham Jr. in a trade. Oh, oh <laughs> my god. He already said he wants to play with Tom. Dude, yeah. I can see so many things happening now that Tom Brady and they got the cap space, man. Yeah. Yeah. They got the cap space now. Jared McCoy ate up a lot of that and he ain't been with them for two years now.
2: Right. Yeah, so I, I don't see them as contenders, but they're definitely in the hunt. You know, they I yeah. can see them going.
1: Who they have? Philip Barber is their running back, and he's trash.
2: Oh wait a minute, Philip Barber? No, I think I, did he make the uh, Pro Bowl? Hold up. I don't think Philip
1: Barber made hold it. Up, hold up. I think.
2: Oh, wait a minute. Let me see here, because somebody he, he had
0: he had an up and down season. He you know he was not. He, he got better as the season went on, but. Okay you
1: know he Melvin Gordon should have went there
2: yeah now Melvin Gordon ended
1: up he with the Broncos, the Broncos man
2: yeah <laughs> and what is up with that i mean the Broncos like what a that, lot of teams so do that, is man. he going yeah. to really
1: it, think about an inner inner division so trade So, to does all he the split time, time yeah. with
0: Philip Lindsay then
1: that's a good question you know i forgot Philip Lindsay was yeah. there yeah that's what i was thinking i was like don't they have a run event that? that's right Oh man! <laughs> Why
0: would you do this? I know. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little surprised.
2: Yeah, I don't understand that. Maybe right. Von Miller has something to do with that. And
0: then, and then are we are we trying to do a quarterback con- controversy with the Raiders because they got Marcus Mariota? Uh,
1: I, don't, Mar- I don't. I don't know, know man. I think yeah. Mariota. He well, John Gruden was really big on Mariota when he yes, was coming he was. out of college. Yes, he was. Mm-hmm. And he's not so big on uh what's Derek Carr. Derek Carr. I know. Yeah, I see this happening as like Mariota is going to win a certain job, and then they're going to shop depending on how you know how they do up to the uh, week six when the trade deadline comes. Yeah, uh, let's get Derek Carr out here and get somebody <laughs> that we actually need. Yeah, I can see that happening, man. I I don't know. Uh, that's that's totally weird. I think it's totally weird that the Panthers released Eric Reed too.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: I just yeah, he I man. think he was like he was totally content being there. Um, but I'm not. I'm not sure, man.
0: They got themselves a quarterback, though.
1: The Steelers placed Ryan Shazier on the reserve list again. Yes, I saw that. Hey, man, so, are they expecting him to make a comeback? But you know, that's
2: testament to the Pittsburgh Steelers that even though this man was pretty much can't be able to walk and had to go through therapy, they still uh, realize that he he's a man and he's he has a life and that he needs also, you know, financial, you know for his for his family so he kept them on and still paying him and potentially you know if, if you look at him he was not walking right now he's walking yep. you know and that's just that's just a testament to Pittsburgh um, organization they really care about their players and not just a number and the fact that they're on he's on it was an injured reserve right mm-hmm. and it, you can still get paid on his reserve but the fact that they're doing that this is is a, uh, my my hats are off to them for not looking at him as just another player but they're looking at him as the man and the fact that he needs help at this time so that was awesome
1: so not the fact to throw this conversation on the loop but I did not see this I almost threw my headset down AJ Boyer from Jacksonville went to the Broncos though for a fourth round pick are we serious right now? a fourth
0: round pick <laughs> <laughs> now what did it take to get him there when when oh man that is just crazy! What
1: the hell is going on, Jacksonville? Y'all just want to lose forever. <laughs> yeah, you get rid you of give up Rams. Kaelin, in, yeah, Rams. And in. Now AJ Boye. And now did yeah. they did they
0: did put the franchise tag on Yannick right?
1: Yes, but Yannick does not want to be there. No, he doesn't. Man, he's been
0: tweeting Eagle
1: stuff, man. Yeah. So, going back to your franchise tag talk, yeah. I believe they can trade him before the season starts. Okay. They can't trade him during the season. Right. Which yeah. means the preseason, yeah. by the way. Now, back man, to... Yannick's like, I don't want to be there. So why you know. fight? But Yannick is a beast, though, He man. is. Can you imagine yes. him? Oh, my gosh. Teams uh, want him bad. Yep. Why didn't they just... I would have just traded him and got somebody that we actually need, man. Like I don't. I mean, I
0: don't. he's going to command a first round pick, whether it's this year or next year. It depends on what they'll go for, but I mean, he's,
2: yeah, yeah. So and and I, and I understand what y'all are talking about, but would really shock me. And I, he deserves
1: it. But Terry Bridgewater to the Panthers, dude. Terry oh, Bridgewater. Yeah. I know yeah. Panthers fans. Listen, Panthers fans. Yeah, Slade. I know you hear me, bro. Cam Newton is not the person that you need on your team right now. Right. No. You guys got a new coach. Teddy Bridgewater is so smart. Yeah, yep. he's perfect for this. You see what he did you with you. You can the Saints. mold him into whatever that you need as long as you yep. keep him healthy. Yes. Cam Newton's time in and Calif- um Carolina, Carolina is is I'm so uh, I'm sorry to say, it. it's it's over, man.
0: Yeah, we're just waiting to see if your prediction comes through Dude, now, I
1: believe <laughs> Wait wait, hold on, what was it again uh, that you gonna have him man, go to I just I, I don't know. I seen the crystal ball like Oh, Mason this. Rudolph is not the dude. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the guy. Oh, really? Ben Roethlisberger and Cam Newton have a quarterback competition in the preseason. Cam Newton wins. Ben Roethlisberger understands what he needs to be the backup for Cam Newton. And five games, <laughs> they're gonna win five games in a row. And Cam Newton on week six is gonna have the most jerseys sold in the NFL. Steelers fans are gonna hate it at first, but they're gonna love Cam Newton. Dante you know has why? been saying this forever. But, but listen, Mike Tomlin is the players' coach. He is the players' coach. Let Cam be Cam. But I'm
2: gonna have to counter because Ben Roethlisberger' ego is not gonna allow him to have Cam Newton come in there and try to win a position, a, and a Cam spot.
1: Cam feeds off of competition. Yeah, he does. Team, he does. Baby. He does. And he's
2: hungry. He's been out for a whole season. But what? I'm telling you right now, Ben Roethlisberger is not going to allow it to happen because of the relationship he has with Mike Thompson and the fact that he's knowing that if he comes back, he's a starter. And The reason why he left is because he got hurt. But still, when he comes back, he's like, look. And he got rid of the, the drama in Antonio Brown. I mean, he still got Juju. Uh, he still has, um, what is that uh, receiver? Um, I just mentioned, uh, um, I still has him uh, out of Kent State uh a deer what's his name oh hold on let me i'm sorry bro i'm gonna get your name right <laughs> i'm gonna get your name right uh, all right dre, dre archer he's yeah, i think dre he still archer. has him. so i think i think ben realized his it's his time without any driver you know driver free and he can get back to where he did um his uh his, his rookie year when he had the leader in uh jerome bennis it's, that was a safe time i think he's feeling that safe time again so and he got this big, huge beard. I don't know if you saw him on Instagram. He um, posted a video. Yeah, I saw that beard. <laughs> Real man. huge beard. I'm like, dude, aren't you a lineman? <laughs> <laughs> so I think I don't know, man. I I, can, I I hear you, and I hope that does happen. But Ben is not gonna allow that to happen. You know, he just he has his own burger in Pittsburgh.
1: Yes, he does. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I just think instead of just being loyal, mm-hmm. it's all about win now. And I don't yeah. see them winning with Ben Roethlisberger, man. You sat out a whole year because of the to your arm. Yeah. Which is your main weapon. That's it. Ben Roethlisberger ain't going to be running like he used to, man. Like, yeah. But Mike Tomlin. Right. Reach out to your boy, Ken. Bring him in and be like, I'm going to let you do whatever you want to do, bro. Yeah. Imagine how fun it would be to see two guys that love playing football. Put aside what you think about Ken for a second. But when he's on the field and he's winning mm-hmm. and he's out there having fun and he has no restrictions, man, that's one of the funnest guys to watch. I don't know if you guys ever seen that clip where the guy was on the other side of the ball and uh, <laughs> he was like, I've been watching film. He's like, you've been watching film? Okay, watch this. Yes. And then he threw a touchdown yeah, pass. yeah, Yes. Yes, I did see that. So last thing before we close out, guys, there's there's so many transactions that we can go through, but I think this one is the most important. Todd Gurley getting cut by the Rams and getting signed to the Falcons. What?
2: Now, now this is this is a setup because if you realize where did Todd Gurley went to school?
1: Georgia. Georgia.
2: Georgia. All right. Where's I didn't even put that two and two together. Yeah. that's true. Where's where Atlanta? <laughs> Georgia. So this man is probably saying, you know what? Thank God I'm back in my hometown. Back in the red and black, baby. Right. And I can just go out and just play my game. I don't have to worry about anything. I don't have to and then uh uh Ryan, Matt Ryan, he needs somebody back there to make his stats look a little better than what it what it really is. Um and we know Matt is not really, you know, at his peak, he was nice. And then of course he has that, that plumbing uh <laughs> Super Bowl uh <laughs> loss, you know, that's gonna be on his record. I
1: know that people listen to this and know that I am not a big Matt Ryan. <laughs> yeah. Fan, but.
2: but but the fact that he has a runner back now that kinda can mask his flaws, hand the ball off to him, get a first, you know, first down here and there, and then throw a couple passes, I mean, you still got Julio Jones, my guy.
1: But come on. Why man. wouldn't I see why they got rid of Devontae Freeman? I, I totally get it. He couldn't stay healthy, especially his last. Neither season. can uh, neither can Hurley. Exactly. <laughs> That's why I have a question mark over this pick, and why I think it could be either super important to su- to their success or be their ultimate demise, because Todd Gurley is not healthy as what we think he is. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I I don't know. I I I don't know why they would sign somebody like Gurley, but testament to Gurley, people know his potential. Yes. And he will be able to open up that passing game just like he did for – and it's funny that he went from Jared Goff to Jared Goff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Because Matt Ryan is Jared Goff 1.0. Yes. Jared Goff is Matt Ryan 2.0. Yes, yes,
2: yes, you said it. If you said he, it, man.
1: If he opens up that passing game and he can do it because he can't catch the ball out of the backfield. Yes, he can. Julio Jones might be a 3,000-yard receiver. <sighs> <enough? laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. And I and I hope that he does it well. But go ahead, Don.
0: No, I just I saw this earlier today and uh I I kept it so we could uh, talk about it when we got to Todd Gurley. The Falcons offense now has ten former first round picks who are projected to be starters in twenty twenty. Mm. Can you imagine? They got Matt Ryan, they mm-hmm. got Todd Gurley, yep. Julio Jones, yep. Calvin Ridley, yep. Hayden Hurst. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's uh, a tight left, end, right? Yep. yep. Le- uh, left tackle Jake Matthews, Jake Matthews yeah, uh, guard mm-hmm. James Carpenter, center Alex, Alex Mack, Mack. Yep. yep, right guard Chris Lindstrom, and then tackle Caleb McGarry. Matt
1: Ryan, you better be glad you have two great offensive linemen because they're making you seem wonderful. <laughs> and <laughs> your receivers. Is it Jack Matthew out of Michigan? The left Jake soccer? Matthews? Yeah. I uh, forget which school he goes to. I sir. think I he was out know, of Michigan. I just know he's an absolute he's, monster. Yeah, he is. Um, so – with that being said, guys, we're going to go ahead and close up the show for today. It was just getting good, man. <laughs> oh, man. It's just getting great. But uh, we, you know how we like to do here at The for 2. We like to give you a good flavor year for about an hour <laughs> to dip in and dip out. This That's is not it. Joe Rogan's podcast, so if you want a three-hour show, go watch him. <laughs> He's definitely not going to be talking about football, though. But hopefully we hit every important topic over these last couple of weeks, guys. We cannot stress enough. Please stay safe out there. Next yeah.
0: month. Episode is going to be all about the draft. All
1: about the draft, guys. Yeah. If that this Corona it. thing clears up, expect the uh, episode here in, on the next month. Um, maybe sooner if we can, you know, if there's enough news to talk about, we might be talking about doing it a little sooner. Um, but expect Nelson to be a regular man, or either just might be part of the Gopher Two podcast family. Yeah, I'm Sounds with good it, to man. Me, I'm man. with it. Um, this this has been super fun. I think three of us is a, is a good thing. We'll try to get some more guests on um, that want to talk football. I know Randy. Randy's always a good one to talk to. Uh, Anybody that might be interested that knows us, let us know. Four perspectives is better than one. So, (laughs) uh, but like I said, everybody, every show, every time that we do this, it's never a gimme. You always got to go for two. We'll see you later.
2: Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the go Two Podcast.
1: Follow us on Facebook and Anchor to keep up with the latest releases, news, and updates on the guys and all the current football news. If you liked what you heard
2: and don't want to miss an episode, find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, and Spotify.